At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we begin betting across America, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross back with the Mall Shaw here at Circa Sportsbook in Las Vegas. By the way, if you come to Circa, it's been chaotic the last 48 hours with weather here in Las yeah. Vegas. And right now, they are literally behind us. It's like we got to dry everything up. And I mean, that's got to be just a mess when you get rain that I guess we're not we, because I've been here a year now, we're not used to in Las Vegas. Well, I think uh, the challenge is anytime you're, uh, you know, you're not necessarily prepared for something that's unusual. Like if you get a snowstorm, say in North Florida, you don't expect. Yeah, what do you right? do? Yeah, what do you do? So oh, like when, the, when the the Super Bowl was in Texas and they got the ice storm, 2011. Right there, Packers Steelers. There? Yeah, Packers Steelers. Oh yeah. yeah, of course. Our producer today, Brian, Brian Ortega. Ortega, pack big Packers fan. First thing he says, Packers, Packers won. won. Yeah, exactly. The Thanks one to- for Aaron. That the uh, yeah many many Super Bowls oh no I'm sorry just the singular one that's it that's all they got I have a really good show on the docket uh, going to have Mike Branio join us over at Mandalay Bay uh, Ryan Rothstein we're going to get catch up with him from the uh, Philly City Cast beautiful because everybody's talking about the Eagles nobody's talking about the Cowboys we'll talk about that and then uh, Mike Pritchard going to have Pritch on uh, join us here later on in this program always love to get his thoughts as we get into football season it is training camp across the NFL but we're going to begin today with baseball. And what's going on literally right now in the boogie down known as the Bronx? Judge has done it again. All rise. Number 42. 2-2 two, two, two count, two outs, bottom of the second inning. Uh, gives the Yanks a four-run four lead right now. And by the way, I'll tell you what. They had an opportunity, Dave, in this one to put it away early. Runners on second, third after two runs were already in. Couldn't cash in with more runs with nobody out in the first. But the judge with the two-run homer, the way this uh, Royals team looks offensively, Boy, you're gonna. It's gonna be hard pressed for uh, to see them scoring five runs already. Yeah, in the third here, four nothing Yanks. Top three as they play in the Bronx. Judge now live number minus a dollar sixty five to win AL MVP. What I love about this, and by the way, I think this has been great for baseball. You know, baseball sometimes you get into training camp and you know we get ready for football season they get lost in the shuffle let's be honest about that this has helped keep them in the conversation baseball of like shohei judge and people are passionate about it and i love that it wasn't even 5 days ago that people were like you look at jordan alvarez's numbers they're almost comparable to judges it feels like the horse is out of the barn now with Judge. Is he going to run away and win this thing? It looks like it. You look at Aaron Judge. Nine homers last nine games, 12 homers in his last four. <laughs> say that again? Nine homers last nine games. <laughs> is Ridiculous. That, is that good? I mean, this has been unbelievable. But I will say this, and um, 
I don't know how big of a baseball fan you are, uh, but for me, I, I love baseball. But I don't think Aaron Judge and Shohei Otani, outside of their respective markets, are really filling seats or getting people to watch the TV. Now, I will say this. I know the Subway Series had higher ratings yeah. between the Mets. and Well, I think because the Mets were also more competitive and Maxi was on the mound. Yeah, to that watch helps. Scherzer is always great to watch. But I just feel like baseball doesn't have that one transcendent player. Otani, you could make the argument, is. But how many people are tuning into an Angels game at 10.05 on the East Coast or 9.40 because sometimes the Angels now start at 6.40? to watch Shohei Otani play for more than an inning or two? That's a great question. And, you know, I'm older and certainly remember Cal Ripken in Baltimore, Charm City, when he was breaking Lou Gehrig's uh, Ironman streak. And that was a huge deal. Like, you, you wanted to go to the ballpark to watch Cal as, as the countdown. If you remember, they put the countdown on the big wall out there in right field at Camden Yards. I do think this will pick up steam because when you look now with 42 home runs, if you're curious, and, and we are curious, Barry Bonds hit number 41. Baroid, is that what you called him? Baroid, yeah. When Baroid did it, he hit 41. That was back on July 18th. Roger Maris, some would say, that's the real home run chase. He hit 41 back on August 4th. So he's ahead of Roger Maris. He's behind Barry Bonds. Is this going to pick up steam like it did with Bonds? We didn't know then. We all had suspicions. We didn't know then. As it was going on, it was a huge deal in Americana. Well, first of all, a couple things, and Abby, everyone's entitled to their opinion on this, but first of all, if you're going to treat Albert Pujols like he's some guy that never took any sauce, oh. then, then you might as well. No, no, he plays in, he played in St. Louis. That doesn't happen in St. Louis. Yeah. That's why they were ready to let him walk, because they knew once he got that contract, he was uh, saying no to the sauce. Um, and, and the point being is that Barry was still seeing only one pitch a week and depositing it. That's the amazing thing, right? Like, Buck Showalter walked him with the bases loaded. Mm. I mean, that shows the greatness of Barry, uh, Barry Bonds. You still have to hit the ball. But I think Judge is exciting. He's fun player. He's in New York. He's done a great job. I just don't know. It's kind of like that seven-part series ESPN did on Derek Cheater. Mm-hmm. Great player. Michael Jordan, he is not. Oh. Hey, let's be real here. Michael Jordan's a global icon. Yeah, right, right. right. If, you go, that, across, if you go across the pond, does anyone know who Derek Jeter is? No. And so my point being is, Sometimes we Maybe try to create certain things that are just not there. You mentioned the baseball thing. Look, baseball's got until the Hall of Fame game starts. Once the Hall You're of Fame game kicks off, it is done. It is curtains Aaron until- Judge can't break into that conversation at the Hall of Fame game if he's on pace. Because, look, they don't have him up yet. But I'm sure BetMGM, I'm sure books across Vegas are going to put numbers on, will he break Roger Maris's home run record? I- I'm sure they will. Here- here's the thing. For example, Mike Trout, we're walking down the street. Oh, boy. And I give you 30 NFL starting quarterbacks, and let's say take 15 of them. I guarantee you people could name the 15 quarterbacks more than they could uh, Mike Trout. No question. Baseball's done a bad job of marketing itself. Yeah. But they are, and see, this is gets in this MVP conversation that a week ago was about even money, right? And I felt like, as not that I, I thought that Aaron Judge should be the MVP for a long time now, but... People on this network are adamant that even with what we're seeing, because of what Shohei does, it's really not a fair comparison because you can't compare anything that Shohei Otani is doing versus what Aaron Judge is doing. Where I push back on that is I go, well, I would agree if he was a DH. If all he was doing was one-dimensional Judge just hitting bombs like Barry did when he did it, I would. I think that's a fair argument. But Judge is a, an elite defensive player. Yeah, but not only that, here's the argument I would give when you look at it. To me... Uh, most valuable player. If you take Shohei Otani off the Angels, they're okay, still the Angels. They're still the Angels. The same old you Angels. You take the Aaron Judge off the Yankees. Oh, Where nothing. are the Bombers? Do they have a 12, 13 game lead? Do and they that should do- matter. That argument should matter. And I know people go, well, that's team success. Well, no, the, the individual is helping carry the team to the best record in baseball. Look, I was a Barry Bonds fan because he carried his team. Yeah. The, 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 his best year probably. As carrying a team was in '92, or I'm sorry, '93, oh. when they lost the, the division by one game against the against the Dodgers, he had eight RBI and, back and two then, no homers. Wild card. Exactly, he had two homers, eight RBI on the Saturday before it came down to the final game of the, uh, the regular season. Look, what Judge is doing is tremendous. He's hitting homers when they matter. He's got three walk-off bombs. If that doesn't directly impact winning and make you the most valuable player, I don't know what does. Just because you do something that's an anomaly. So if we put Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, because he runs for 1,000 yards and throws for 3,000, does that automatically make him the MVP? That, these are the discussions. And, and, and by the way, 
I know there's some people that go, well, you're, you're judging Otani because the team sucks. And we're going, no, no, no. We're judging Judge because he's helped elevate that team. If Otani had the Angels right now in a wild card race because of his exquisite pitching and hitting, the conversation would be different. Completely right? agree with so, you. So it does matter. It does absolutely matter, team success and an individual award. You're trying to tell me taking an at-bat in a 4 nothing game in Kansas City, um, and it doesn't really matter. Otani had the most crucial at-bat in a game against uh, Zach Greinke with Noah Syndergaard on the mound. Uh, top of the sixth inning, bases loaded, one out. Doesn't get the running. I mean, they end up losing the game. The Royals end up scoring in the bottom of the sixth inning. They win that baseball game. My point being is to you, which exactly what you're saying, Judge is delivering in clutch moments for the Bombers. <laughs> I, I mean, look, you sit there and say, well, what does a two-run homer in the second inning matter? Well, I'll tell you right now, it changed the entire dy- dynamic of the game for Nestor Cortez. You go from 2 nothing to 4 nothing. it changes how you approach your pitching. Just gave up a bomb, 4-1. to one. Okay, I didn't realize. Uh, but, but, but still, the point, the point being, now you got that cushion. Oh, no, not a bomb, but I believe a sack five. Four to one, though. It is four to one right now, Yankees. Okay. Uh, still with that lead. Buster only, uh, I'm not good at projections, but Buster is. And he projects right now at this current pace. Aaron Judge would hit how many home runs? He's got 42 right now. Uh, got 60 games left. I would say probably 57 to 62. 66. No, he's not hitting 66. Whoa. If he hit... 70! Legendary call when, when we saw Big Mac do it, mm-hmm. right? And oh, by the way, if you really want to get into the weeds of it, because I, I know when you talk about Barry Bonds, if you remember that time period, when all the adulation came from Max 70 and Sosa 66, Barry was like, I'm clean, and you guys are not, and I, I could do that, so let me prove it. It was almost like a hypothesis of like, let me see if I then muscled up. Yeah. Could I do it? And he did it. There's no question about it. And look at his on-base percentage. I mean, he led the league, I think, in on-base percentage for eight consecutive years. Just right. incredible. That was his way of saying, though, I'm a better ball player than these guys. Oh, Towers said it best. He goes, Barry was the best player he'd ever seen pre-steroid. He, best player he'd ever seen. So are we never going to acknowledge fully what he did? I, I do. I mean, because if you're going to put guys like Pujols in there, you're not going to question David Ortiz. You're not going to question other guys. David Ortiz <laughs> was in the Mitchell Report. I know Ortiz, I hope he doesn't sue me because I heard he's done that. But it's in the report. Well, I mean, that's all I'm saying. If you're not going to question everybody across the board, and it's not like pitchers weren't on the sauce either. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the bottom line is, look, what Judge is doing is impressive. The reason why I say I don't know if Judge will be able to do it, a couple of factors. The Yankees will probably, with the exception of Houston for the best record, they may not really have much to play for. Yeah, but he's, they're not pulling him out of the I'm lineup. I'm saying they're pulling him out of the lineup. But if you're a guy and you're on the mound, you don't want to get the record broken on you. You just you just give him four. No, I mean, of course you do. Steve Traxel. We remember he gave up the bomb. I, all, all I'm saying is that um, it, it's tough as, as the pressure mounts. He's on this tear, 12 homers in 14 games. If you t- if you think about that over the course of a season, that means during the other the other 88 games he had 29 homers, right? So basically, if you double it up, maybe he's at 58. Maybe he gets that pace. I, I just think that projection of 25 homers in the next 60 is a little optimistic. 177 walks for Barry that year. <laughs> Ridiculous. Unbelievable. <laughs> Pretty good, huh? Pretty amazing. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk more Major League Baseball. Of course, plenty of NFL on tap as well. Just getting it started. Betting across America right here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Continuing betting across America right here on VEASAN. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw coming at you from Circus Sportsbook in Las Vegas. And our crack staff and our producer, Brian Ortega, got us the numbers we were looking for in the break on Aaron Judge. There are numbers around town for him to go over. Now, the total is not set at 70. Mac got, what would Barry get? 74? 73. 73 is the number. So the number here is 61 and a hook. So, if you believe Aaron Judge can hit 20 more bombs, he's at 42 as we sit here and talk right now. If you think he hit 20 more, the over is plus money, plus $1.65 to get 62. Under, you got to lay two bucks if you don't think he's going to get to 62. Going to go with the odds makers over Buster only on that one. (laughs) You're going to go under. Well, Dave, I told you 66 was too high, and and these guys are juicing the over on 61.5. What do you do if you're... Coming down the stretch, and he's at 59, and you got a week to go in the season, and your team is not in it, okay? Mm-hmm. Competitively, do you, if you're a manager, let's say it's the Angels, okay? Let's say it's Phil Nevin, and it's like, all right, well, we're not in this thing, but we got this great home run chase, and maybe it's captivated some of America. I think it's going to captivate more than people might think. I think people will get into that last week of the season. Uh, Yanks have already wrapped up. They're a number one seed, right? They've wrapped up these. All that's a foregone conclusion. Do you play it like it's game one of the regular season? Or because I'm out of it, ah, screw it. I'll pitch to judge, give the people what they want. You know, that's a great question. And honestly, Dave, you know me. I'm willing to more than willing to give my opinion. I really don't have one here. I think you have to kind of determine how you want it to go. Look, if I'm looking big picture, I would go to the Angels and say, if I'm Rob Manfred, I'd say, listen, it's good we, for the we, game. We need you to do, you know, the right thing. I'm not sitting there saying you'd throw him a meatball down no, the not, plate. Not a cookie. But but don't sit there and uh, give him the unintentional, intention or intentional, unintentional walk. Um, I, I think it would be beneficial for the game. And I think Judge is a very likable guy. Uh, I think he's from Fresno. Yeah. And and to me, he he is a likable guy. But I still think, look. With all due respect to Major League Baseball, they'll capture capture the spotlight if the World Series is the Yankees and the Dodgers or the Mets and the Yankees for a little bit. But the reality of it is season. people can't wait. I mean, you think on a Saturday when we got Georgia and Oregon, we got Ohio <laughs> State, Notre Dame, Alabama, Texas, <laughs> you think these guys are worried about this? No. But you, you do remember, I mean, they would cut in on networks. During the McGuire-Sosa, they were cutting in on networks, people, to go to Big Mac at-bats against Steve Traxel and the Cubs in St. Louis. That happened. Yeah, but I think that 20 years ago, there's a big difference. Nowadays, before the guy hits it out, like one of the problems when you look at some of these apps, they're faster than the TV. Yeah. 
right? Like, you know what's happening in the ballpark faster than that. You look on the in-live betting, you know what's going on based on uh, the, the score being grayed out or you can't make a wager or something like that. So I don't know if it'll have necessarily the same affinity. Uh, one other judge-related question I have for you, sir. If you're the Yankees, you didn't give him a new deal. Well, you tried, but he, he said, no, I'm going to bet on myself. If he becomes the, again, Barry Bonds still has the record here, but if he passes Roger Maris, a, a Yankee, who passed the Bambino, and then Aaron Judge holds that distinction, at least the most homers in the history of the Yankees, which for some will feel like their legit home run hitting record, can you really let him walk to another team at the end of the year? It depends on how much money he's looking for. Are you familiar with the term show friends? Yeah. Well, for people that are not, it ain't show, show friends, friends. It's, it's show, show business. Money. But here's it's, the thing. But but they. It's not like this is a small market team. It's the New York freaking Yankees. I, I don't disagree with you. Here's the problem, though. Judge is going to be 31 years old. How long of a contract can you give? Look, I said the Garrett Cole. If you look at historically, go back to when Denny Nagel and Mike Hampton signed the deals in Colorado. Yeah. Since that point in time, outside of Max Scherzer, who exceeded his contract, he actually became. Uh, he actually was worth more than the contract they paid him out. How many players have gotten these long-term deals and have been worth it? Look, they're paying out, they're playing Garrett Cole until he's like 38. To me, if I go to Aaron Judge and you want to pay him a higher average per year, I got no problem with that. Give him $40 million a year. Give him four years and 160. But do not give him eight years and $300, you know, $300 million or whatever. I mean, that comes out. That's going to be good money for him. But all, all I'm saying is $37.5 million per year. But to me, give him a deal where you look at it and say, Hey, I'm not going to be. I'm just not going to overpay, and I think that's important. I think that's an important way to approach it. Well, Harp got his money to leave DC and go to Philly. Machado got his what three three thirty three hundred, but both north of three hundred to, to go to San Diego. Would you right? say between Bryce and Machado? What? Which one is a better deal? No, I think the Machado one is fine because Manny's a plus plus defender. Bryce is not a plus plus defender. But he won the MVP last year. Another one. I, I don't dis- disagree with you. Jeff, Jeff Burroughs won an MVP, so what's your point? <laughs> but My, he's won two, though. He's won two now. One in D.C., one in Philly. You know what the greatest thing about sports is? You can win all the MVPs you want. The reason why MJ, not because you can sit there and say, Bill Russell, there were 12 teams in the league. The reason why MJ was greatness, because he didn't lose when the chips were the highest. Right, it's about, it's winning, about winning. the team. That's it's exactly right. And to me, Bryce Harper's not, they're not winning. They won a World Series without Bryce. So if you're the Yankees... And you say, all right, I'm going to listen to Mulshaw. I'm not going to give him an eight-year deal. He's yeah. 31. Take him to 39. You know, he's not going to be the anomaly and still hitting bombs at 38. Are you saving the money for Juan Soto? I would. Juan Soto, left-handed bat on that porch with his ability Versus to Versus Aaron Judge. And his age, he's going to be a free agent at 25. I mean, Juan Soto's a break-the-bank kind of player for because of how young he is when he's going to hit free agency. This is a guy that has done it at the biggest stage, as well as Judge has played. He has not played in a World Series. Nope. And, and I like Aaron Judge. I love to see the Yankees sign him. But to me, four years, 160, it's beneficial for both Eight players. years is a mistake. Well, you did it with Cole for nine. It's going to be a mistake. You really want to be rolling his bones out of 38? Roll those old bones on out here. <laughs> the first Steeler <laughs> reference. Yeah. Since you said, since you said, sir, I was going to say, call right, me, sir. Right when you said, roll the bones. <laughs> I and we'll dig up your daughter. Come on. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the uh, the Crosstown team in yeah. New York here in the Metropolitan. I thought they got a great win yesterday on Sandy Day to beat the Marlins and get that win on the Road uh, down south in Florida. I thought it was a, a, a pretty good win. Now they're going to throw Cookie Carrasco out there. Uh, what do you make of the Mets today, and what do you make of them big picture? Because they're not fading, and I think once the Braves got as close as a half uh, half game back, they've maintained that two-and-a-half game lead in the East. First of all, I'm highly offended by your statement. <laughs> and I know you're a Mets fan, and this is why I find it very offensive. Fading. Listen, sir, they're winning this division. Stop Ooh. stop it, okay? Scherzer is you pitching like Mets. You got $3 if you still think they're going to do it. Thank you. Okay? That, that's my point. This team is winning this division. DeGrom's coming back. And by the way, if I'm is the Mets— he? Yeah, he's going to come back. Okay. And if I'm the Mets, all you need him to do is make three starts in September. Just three starts, get him ready for the postseason. I would go all in to go get Soto because remember, you got two more years of team control. You yeah. put him in that lineup with Lindor, Marte, Alonzo. Oh, man. I love the way uh, McNeil plays. Um, to me, I like this team. They got a great shot. If they get Soto, they're the favorite in my book in the National League, as well as the Dodgers have Mets been. Mets aren't going to trade him in interdivision, are they? Hey, listen, Dave. Price is right for anything. A deal can be done. I, I mean, I would, as a Metropolitan fan, I, that, that's just music to my ears. I'd love to see it. I just don't know that the Nats, as dysfunctional as they appear to be right now, if they would do that and then have to face Soto, 
for the next two years. Remember, when Harper went to Philly, it was he left via free agency. So they didn't have control over that. They have control over Soto, right? They could ship him to the Yanks if they wanted to, theoretically. They don't have to see him. Yeah, but if you get back a glut of prospects, you're also depleting your opponent's farm system. That's true. I mean, so... Short-term it, success versus the long term. Yeah, absolutely. That could be an end game, a long-game scenario that the Nats could play if you looked at it that way. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm hoping you're right. Look, the DeGrom's scheduled to pitch on Tuesday... But I just get nervous. I mean, these are what Metropolitan fans, we're nervous Nellies anyway, because we're waiting for something bad to happen, right? So DeGrom, who has not pitched now in over a year, over a year. So I want to back the Mets, not just here, but I want to go World Series and say, yeah, even if we don't get Soto, we, if they don't get Soto, right? But the worry here at plus 650 is, if you tell me right now that it's DeGrom, Schurz, and Bassett, let's go, baby. Let's fire it up. And Sugar's pitching lights out out of the pen. I like the way Walker's pitching. Yeah. Um, but I need, I need the, the big three. It's, it's DeGrom. That's, that's the thing that I go, is Jacob DeGrom going to be Jacob DeGrom? Can I bank on that? I, I, listen, I'm taking Jacob DeGrom at 65% over 90% of the pitchers in baseball. That guy's that good. People um, forget his ERA was like a half run lower than everybody else. People else's. forget he's losing a game because they give up an unearned run and he doesn't give up anything and the offense couldn't score two years ago. Right. But here's the thing. Here's the problem I have right now in baseball. There are five teams that are viable to win the World Series. I'm going to throw Seattle in there because I love the acquisition of Luis Castillo. You get him, Logan Gilbert, and Robbie Ray, who's gotten roughed up by Houston. But I think Robbie Ray, you take away the Astros, he's pitched well. Maybe he can figure him out in the postseason. But I think it's the Yankees and the Astros, and I like the Astros over the Yankees. In the National League, it's down to, I like New York over the Atlanta Braves, okay. and then it's the Mets and the Dodgers. Braves still scare me. I'm like, I'm not disagreeing with that, right? They, but I think they're one of five teams. Okay, I like that assessment. And I tell you this: the Tyler Naquin deal that the Mets made out of Cincinnati, it's, yeah. it's a good small deal, yeah. but it, it kind of a, it fortifies the the, uh, the the roster a little bit. I, I like what they've done, but I would love that one big fish to fry, and that would be Juan Soto. I would agree with you there. If you can get it. You can make it happen. Make it happen. Four to one, but a little resistance here from the Royals as they got two on, one out in the fourth. We'll update Major League Baseball. But when we come back, let's go to the NFL and go to the City of Angels and figure out which team you might trust a little bit more. Is it the reigning defending or is it the new kids on the block in the Superchargers? We'll discuss when we come back with us. Betting Across America on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The College Football Guide is out right now, and the Pro Football Guide is coming soon. There's no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every single team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Reserve your copy of the Football Betting Guides today to get access to everything we offer for the entire football season with a VEASAN all-access subscription. Make this football season your best ever. Subscribe now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Back alongside Amal Shaw, I know you can't wait for football season. I can't wait for football season. The guide is spectacular, by the way. If you're serious about winning money this year, you really should get it and peruse. Let's talk about the uh, Kings of L.A. And right now, they would be, boy genius, Sean McVay, L.A. Rams as reigning defending champs. Boy Genius 2.0 is supposed to be Brandon Staley. Yeah. Okay. Of course, came over from McVay's staff as the D coordinator. Now is the head man year number two for the Chargers. So which LA team, among has the best chance of getting over their win total this year? Is it Boy Genius 1 at 10 and a hook or Boy Genius 2 at a flat 10, but you got to lay $1.35 if you think the Chargers are going to get 11 wins. I'm going to go with the Rams simply because I think the NFC is easier than the AFC. And, you know, in the division, with Trey Lance under center for the 49ers, I'm not a Jimmy Garoppolo fan, but I still think he gives them a better chance to win at this point in time than Trey Lance does. We'll have to see how the season emerges. But I think you look at the Rams in that division, Seattle should be two wins. Um, can you win the game? Uh, you could potentially knock off Arizona twice if you're the Rams. So. Mm -hmm. I think they got a good opportunity within the division. Seattle looks very beatable. Uh, Seattle looks like they're going to be contending for a top five pick. So if you if you do that, it's a almost worst case scenario five and one, four and two. Yeah, if you're the Rams, yeah, exactly. That's four interdivision wins right there. Yeah, I mean, 
I don't think they'll be able to beat the 49ers twice. Right. So but, a split uh, there and a split with Arizona, Arizona is yeah, generous. Still four and two. Yeah, absolutely. They they could go five and one, four and two. Um, I, I like their chances. The rest of the NFC. In the NFC, when I look at a big picture out of the 16 teams, I think nine have a shot to make the postseason. In the AFC, if I include Pittsburgh, I think 13 of the 16 have a shot to make the playoffs. I think it's the right handicap. And again, even though I like the Chargers in their long-term prognosis, this could be a dog-eat-dog division, and they just beat the living you-know-what out of each other uh, for 17 weeks, and you, you get the breather when you're out of the division. The mm-hmm. breather for the Rams is going to be in the division. Yeah. That's where it's going to look a little bit better. Tell me what I'm missing with the Rams, because you look at their betting profile, and like, the numbers just to win the division is plus money at plus a dollar 20. Like I, I get it. It's still the Niners and Kyle has his number and Sean McVay historically, but I, I just look at it and go, well, they're still the best team in that division. Aren't they? You're going to give me plus money to repeat as NFC West champs. Well, look, they opened with the bills on Thursday night, uh, Super Bowl champs there. And they're, I think they're a one point well, yeah, dog at home. Almost pick them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Falcons at Cardinals, at 49ers, Cowboys at home, Buc- at Buccaneers, at Saints, at Chiefs. I mean, outside of the Seahawks, there's not a single game you go on this schedule and you go, well, that's a W. I mean, it's tough, tough games. My, I guess the, 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 the Car- Carolina is, is the only one at home. I think the thing is, people just go, they immediately fade the Super Bowl champs because the hangover effect, yeah. right? Nobody's repeated as Super Bowl champs. And some guy, do you remember, it was back in the mid-2000s, some guy named Tom Brady was playing quarterback? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's still playing. So Brady did it back then, yeah. almost two decades ago for the Patriots, and nobody's done that since Brady and the Pats did it. So it is hard to do historically. We get that. But this is a 12-win team a year ago. So 10.5 now is the number. I like them for 11 wins, but I like them better to win the division. Even I agree, they, I agree with even you. Even they slip up a little bit, isn't that the better wager there? I, I agree with you completely because now you don't have to worry about chasing a record. You could win the division at 9 and 8, 10 right. and 7, and you can still win it. Um, Dave, I got to tell you, this is a really – the Fal- I, there's a couple of games. I'm sorry. Falcons and Panthers and then the, the two Seahawks games. Those are should be four wins. Mm-hmm. Um, at New Orleans won't be easy. It never is in the Dome. You get the Raiders at home, but that won't be an easy game. Um, you get the good thing is with the Chargers, you don't have to travel. You're playing in the dome there at SoFi, All right? So, and does that count as a home game for them or for the Chargers? No, that one's that one's for the Chargers. Luckily for them, but by the way, <laughs> so the, fan, road game. the the biggest oh, fan God. the biggest fans in that game will be for the referees because they get no <laughs> fan support between the Chargers and the Rams there in LA. Unbelievable. Uh, when you look at this one, and this one I thought was interesting from Brian Ortega, our producer today. It's we're gonna go an inverse here. Which team would you take to finish last in their division? And so you have to handicap it almost backwards, if you will. The Broncos, who we all think are going to be very, very good with Russell Wilson at the helm, plus 350, or the Fighting Fish down there in Miami at 5-1. to one. Which way would you go? Because I think the handicap, again, you almost have to flip it upside down when you look at the division, almost versus the team. This is an unfair bet because the Broncos are in the <laughs> toughest division. Yes. And you got the Jets in your division. Well, that's and this is something I was saying to, to Brian before the show. I almost like the wager better instead of if you want to lay the, the Jets in their win total, and uh-huh. somehow people are high on them in New York. Yeah, you got to lay like a dollar fifty for the Jets to hit their over. Yeah, to me, this is the better way to wager it. Take the Dolphins at five to one. If you think the Jets are going to be good, mm-hmm. you maximize your value because it's not going to be the Bills. They're not going to finish last. And I'd be really surprised if Bill Belichick falls that far from a playoff team to last place. So to me, it comes down to the Dolphins and the Jets. Well, I think the Dolphins are right there with with New England. I I mean, to me, they're both seven and seven and ten to ten and seven teams, depending on how the breaks go. You get some turnovers, maybe you get a call that goes your way uh, based on that. And I think Denver, though, I I think Denver's a sleeper team that's going to be really dangerous. I'm a huge Russell Wilson guy. I think he's tremendous. I think he's going to upgrade this team immensely. I like their running game. Mm Um, but in terms of the division last place, I, I thought you brought up a good point. There's different ways you can kind of adjust yeah. about this. One of the things, if you dig really deep into the numbers, there's ways you can manipulate in your favor where you're getting both sides at a plus price. I, I think there's some real opportunities out there. And again, we think the Broncos could be in arguably the toughest division in the history of pro football well, but, on paper. Yeah, there you go. Right. Yeah. But you just look at it now and you go, well, where's the easy, there's, there's no marks, if you will. On, right. There's on, there's nobody, yeah, yeah, that's penciled down. There's no Seattles on that schedule. And if you think the Raiders 
are really just going to be chalk them up for last place. I think you got nothing coming. So to me, the Broncos could finish last in this division. I don't think they will, but they could. But by default, does that mean the Raiders are the last place team? Because nobody thinks the Chargers or the Chiefs are going to fall that far. Well, hold on a second there, boss. You said you think Denver could finish last. They could. Who's the other dude? Then who else could? Fin- who else would you consider if it's not Denver? I don't think it's going to be Denver. I don't know who it's going to be, really. That's the thing. Could the Chiefs? They've owned this division with yeah. Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. They owned it even before yeah. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes took over with Andy uh, with Andy Reid and uh, uh, Alex Smith. Yeah. And then they turned the keys over to him to Patrick Mahomes. The rest of his history. They've won it every year that Patrick Mahomes has been the starting quarterback. But it does feel like now that other teams in the division are at least, if they haven't caught up to the Chiefs, they're knocking on the door. They're right there with them. All all three of those other teams are legit challengers to the Chiefs. So I'm not saying they're going to go first or worst, but I almost think that's more plausible than saying the Dolphins bottoming all the way out to last place. I think the two teams in this division are more than knocking on the door in Denver and the Chargers. Because the Chargers go and get... I'm not, Look, I'm not as big of a Khalil Mack fan as everybody else is. Mm. I think he's a good player. I still am highly offended. And I love Belichick's response when somebody goes, how would you compare Khalil Mack to Lawrence Taylor? And he goes, it is Lawrence Taylor we're talking about, right? Because I'm not putting anybody at that level. <laughs> right, which I agree. You, you just don't. don't. Like, exactly. I, I, won't, I won't make that Aaron comparison. Aaron Donald's making the, making the push, but that's another conversation. The Raiders add Chandler Jones, and then Denver goes and gets a future Hall of Famer who's still got mileage left. In Russell Wilson, yeah. that dude, that you're going to win with that guy. He is a winner. You know, he did it without an offensive line. They've got a solid running game now. These receivers, if they can't play with Russ, they're never going to be able to play in this league. Mm-hmm. You know, Sutton, Jerry, Judy, time for these guys to step up. And again, we're going to have Mike Pritchard on in the uh, third hour of the show. And Pritch said to me when that deal was made that the way he described him is Russell Wilson is a walking culture. Love that line. It's, it's an amazing line when you think about it. Because he walks in and people are clowning him on social media. He walks in with his jersey on. Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I'm going to work harder. And everybody hates the, you know, 120% stuff and all that. But that's who he is. Like, it's not fabricated. That's who Russell Wilson is. So you can think it's, it's hokey all you want, right, on the outside looking in. But the other 52, when your best player leads by example, it's hard for you, as you just mentioned, if you're a Jerry Judy or Cortland Sutton, not to go, oh, man, I got to get and fly straight because my quarterback's going to put in the work. You know, to me, I look at it from like a business standpoint. Let's say you're in a job and you need certain resources to be able to do your job and your organization goes out and spends the money to get it for you. That's exactly how I feel about the Denver Broncos. They've said, okay, listen, we believe in this team. We believe in our running game, the offensive line, the defense. We're going to go get you a piece that I think is a game changer and give them credit. You know, they're in the transition of new ownership. Uh, sometimes people may not want to necessarily jump in in that spot, and they're in the toughest division there is. And they said, you know what? We're not worried about Mahomes. We're not worried about uh, Justin Herbert. We're going to go out there and go make a play. I'm actually, when I look at the Raiders and the Broncos from that perspective, I'm like, good for you guys. You didn't back down to the Chiefs and the Chargers. You said, we're knocking on the door. We're here as well. That's going to be a wild division. When we come back, we're going to, oh, Aaron Judge is at the dish. We'll see. Are we on 62 watch yet? Get ready for it, America. Mike Peranio next from Mandalay Bay. We'll figure out what's going on in the futures market in the NFL. Come on back. It's Betting Across America on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. of Sportsbooks unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you're going to earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets, free bets rather, and risk-free tokens. Plenty of trip to Vegas, come out and convert those BetMGM points and MGM Re- Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resort properties located in the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is Sports Betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with the BetMGM rewards. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back alongside Amal Shaw, I am Dave Ross. This is Betting Across America. As Brian Ortega, our producer, said as we were going to break, Aaron Judge is up. I like the alert. I think we're starting the whole thing. We're going to, every time Judge is up, as he hit another home run, he walked. Another walk for the Judge, but the Yankees are making the Royals pay 6-2 to two right now in the fourth. In the fourth inning, so if you just let's say they make an out here. We're at the number four hitter, Glaber Torres, uh, judge betting second, so probably get another two ABs today. All right, maybe we'll get to 44 yeah. before the day's out. Let's go over to, to Mandalay Bay, catch up with our guy Mike Peranio. Always great to catch up with Mike on a Saturday. And uh, before we get into some of the other things you guys are taking action on, we've been talking about it. There are numbers out there we're starting to see. Do you think at the end here with Aaron Judge, Mike, that you guys will have a number up for Judge, an over-under home run total? Because I know Maul thinks that he's got to slow down at some point because right now he's on pace to hit 66 home runs. Which in the pre-steroid was not was a record. But right. Not anymore. <laughs> is he breaking a New York Yankee record? What record is he breaking? I don't even know. That's what it would be. <laughs> Yankee record. It's overhyped. It's overhyping the records. So uh, I don't think I, I don't think we're going to put numbers on that. But those guys, if they they see a way to book it, they will. Those guys at BetMGM know what they're doing. Absolutely, so. it would be just a, a Yankee record, though, Mike. You're right. That's all it would be at this stage. Yeah, I mean, that's, it seems like a. I know it's summer and there's not much going on, but it, it seems a little overhyped to me. But uh, it is. It, he's obviously playing as good as anyone in the in baseball and has been. And got to respect that so i just don't know if uh if it's not uh, if we're going to start putting lines on team records uh, i don't know if that's going to fly <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about what is happening certainly tonight ufc 277 back in the malls old stomping grounds that, down there in texas and you, you look at this thing and the first time around here juliana pena I, I cashed a big ticket that night got about a plus 750 when she won the strap from amanda nunez regarded as the best female mma practitioner we've ever seen what are you seeing this time around now? It feels like now some money's starting to come in the lioness up to 275. It was 265 holding firm all week long. What type of action are you guys taking over there? You know what? It's interesting uh, in this fight, and you're right about the, the first fight. It was a, a big shocker, and uh, I'm not sure it should be a shocker. 
Pena's never really never gets rocked. She's tough chin, and that's gonna makes it harder for Nunez. But uh, you know that uh, it seemed like she went all out uh, and kind of tired out, and then you know got submitted by uh, by her in the I think it was her naked choke. Yeah. So uh, it was uh, definitely a great fight, great for the public because they love those fa- uh, underdogs, especially when it's that big. But uh, yeah, we're we're losing six figures on Pinyak, so I think the public and the public's betting her strong. It's three and a half to one on ticks tickets, so I'm thinking uh, the guys at BetMGM, uh, uh, you know, maybe they're really, really good at their jobs. <laughs> I'm I'm actually thinking, you know, the Linus probably snaps back on this one and we definitely need her to right now unless something big comes in and it could we're only losing six figures on Pena so we'll see uh, if we get some big six seven figure bets that might come back down the other way and and even out but uh, it's a it's a great matchup and uh, I think people are kind of excited for this we're seeing lots of action on it lots of people talking about it and uh, it's interesting to see uh, that that being the you know I think it's a co-main event, but it's still a great fight. Yeah, that's you know that's surprising to me because again the first time around I remember the books needed Pena as the big dog because everybody was still betting the line, the lioness at those huge numbers, and now the inverse is true, and you need the favorite in Amanda Nunez. Mike, I think you might be on the right side of that one by the end of the night because I'm on Nunez tonight as well, laying that two seventy five in the co-main event here very quickly. And you guys know how this works when you, you got a fight down in Texas. You got a, a really popular fighter in Brandon Moreno uh, for the interim flyweight strap here. The, the, the thought is that he can't go the distance, and Kai Care France, the Kiwi, couldn't get a fair shake. That the judging is going to go the way of the Texas and, and the popular fighter, the Mexican born fighter in Brandon Moreno. Are you seeing uh, a lot of tickets come in on Moreno with that popularity and fighting down in Texas? Yeah, I mean, that makes a, a difference down there. And right now we're sitting, we actually need Marino for a small decision, but it's not, it's pretty one way, uh, both ways, I'm sorry, on that. And we're getting some action on France too. So uh, I think the big hype and everything's really on the, the Nunez-Pena fight, mm-hmm. but uh, we're, we're seeing some action on that and, and we need Marino right now. So uh, Lewis we need in the other f- uh, fight. Uh, we wow. Lewis on, and uh, that was, yeah, that was surprising to me too. It's small, but we, you know, really when you're doing good booking, the small victories are kind of what you want. You want the, to win the juice and not have any risk. So, <laughs> uh, you know, if you win the big ones, that's great. And the, usually the more the line moves, we're usually in better shape as far as books. We're probably right, you know, 70% of the time if it's a really heavy action one-sided. Yeah, because Derek Lewis started off as the favorite and now he's plus a dollar thirty against Sergey Pavlovich here, minus a dollar fifty-five. All the steam coming in on Pavlovich, just one loss in his UFC career. So interesting that the books will be rooting for the Texas guy in the Black Beast, Derek Lewis, to get it done tonight. Uh, so that's going to be a great card. But Amal, I know you can't wait for college football. I can't wait for it as well, Mike. Let's let's go to college football here. Are you seeing anything change as we get closer and closer to kickoff in Week One, or is it still the Ohio States? the Alabamas and the Georgias that you're taking a lot of the tickets on to win the national championship. Yeah, I, that's true on national championship. It's always going to be the favorites and, and uh, you know, that's just true in general for sports gambling. It seems like favorites just dominate people when they're just picking out of the blue or, or, or not experienced and, and looking at underdogs. But uh, the, a lot of the action right now in college is on season totals. So it's a lot of guys that, you know, that's not the typical new better or average better. Season totals are usually, you know, betters, guys or girls that have been doing this for a while and they know uh, something about it and they're betting season totals. Those aren't just rookies betting usually season totals. So we're getting a lot of action on that right now because this is the time to do that because pretty soon it's going to be too late. So mm-hmm. uh, that's the the thing we're getting right now. But it's slow. And, you know, I, I love college football. I, I grew up in Nebraska, was a Cornhusker, so we don't have pro teams, and I love college football. But be honest with you, the NFL is head and shoulders above any sport, and I don't care if it's 10 minutes before the first college game of the year. We'll still have more people asking about the NFL. Wow. Yeah, it seems like, though, college football's popularity from a betting standpoint, Mike, has really grown probably in the last decade or so. Yeah, it has definitely grown, and, and a lot of that's with uh, coverage of it. And and to be honest with you, you know, who are we kidding? 
the more states that open up legalized gambling, the more college football is going to be on the because uh, they're rabid fans. And uh, if it's if they can go down to the local pub or the local BetMGM sports lounge or bar, they can get bets on it. They're going to play it. So uh, that's definitely had an influence, especially over the last couple of years where you've seen legalized sports betting kind of take off. So that definitely has an impact on money and who's who's betting what. The problem with uh, all the different books all over the state is some of the states have different gaming regulations, and I know we talked about that last week about gaming control and house rules, but in New Jersey you can't bet the, the local teams, the Breckers, and et cetera, because that's the way they set it up there. And, you know, Vegas was that way for a while, too, and then John McCain asked us what we were afraid of, and we said nothing, and we made it legal. <laughs> Talk with Mike Barandio over at Mandalay Bay Racing Sportsbook Director. Got about 90 seconds to go, Mike. Uh, since you mentioned it, that the NFL is still king and you're still taking those tickets on them. Uh, is there any surprise uh, big wager that you've seen come in here as we get into training camps? Like maybe a, a team that we think is off the radar that you're taking some action on? Or is it still some of the usual suspects here? Maybe, the, you know, America's team, the Cowboys, are always popular or the defending champions in the Rams? Yeah, I mean, we're going to obviously get the, the the top teams are always going to get there, and of course, any team, whatever team Tom Brady plays for, is going to get action. <laughs> but uh, it's uh, it's it's interesting to see uh, people bet futures in the NFL. And and to be honest with you, a lot of our business, because we're in Vegas and and especially here, not maybe so at all of our books around the country, but we have a lot of action on futures because people are here, and then when they come here, it's like Grandma told me to bet the team, my cousin <laughs> has to bet this team, and uh, it's uh, those, those are strictly future bets that we get from those kind of tourists in here, and uh, that's a large part of our business This you know, in the summertime is people coming in and, and betting their home teams, and especially with states where they can't do it where they're at. Well, I hope you got in a vacation this summer, Mike, because business is about to pick up with college and the NFL <laughs> <laughs> getting ready to begin. Mike, always enjoy the conversation on a Saturday. Appreciate your time. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. There he is, Mike Bronio, everybody. When we get back, let's go up to Philadelphia and figure out what's going on in the boys of the city of Brotherly Shove. The Eagles, are they going to shove their way to the top of the NFC East? We'll discuss when you come back with us. Betting Across America on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to tokens. Planning a trip to tokens. Planning a trip to tokens. 